Spotlight presented by Economic Opportunity Board of Clark County in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. In this podcast, we aim to provide more resources and answers to help achieve success. On today's episode, we're talking to Councilman Cedric Career about the progress happening around the Las Vegas West Side and more. This episode originally aired on KCEP Power 88.1 FM. Enjoy. Good morning. Good morning, Las Vegas. Uh, my name is Lawrence Beasley. I am the interim executive director and chief operating officer for the Economic Opportunity Board of Clark County. We welcome you again to another edition of EOB Spotlight. I'm really excited today. We have a couple of special guests. Uh, we have Ms. Kathy Thomas, who is the director of Office of Community Services for the city of Las Vegas. And we also have as a super special guest, Councilman Cedric Creer here today, uh, representing Ward 5. And they're gonna give us some good information about what's going on in and around the community, uh, what's happening on the West side, and, and just talk a little bit about uh, what we see coming down the pike in the future and maybe give us some uh, insight on what's happening with the city and some of its programming and what's gonna happen throughout the rest of the year. Uh, if you have any questions, please feel free to call us 702-647-3688. That's 702-647-3688. And let's go ahead and get started. Uh, let me welcome uh, Ms. Thomas. Uh, hello, Kathy. How are you? Good morning. I'm fabulous. How are you? I'm all right. I uh, just wanted to make sure that you could uh, communicate with us effectively and maybe give us some insight on what it is that you do, uh, what the Office of Community Service provides, and uh, how can people get in touch uh, with you and or gain access to resources. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. I'm really glad to be here. So the Office of Community Services here with the City of Las Vegas is really the city's human services arm. So anything that's happening out on the blocks, we are involved with it. We're the department that engages with the community for neighborhood revitalization. And that could be anything from painting murals and doing street cleanups to helping neighborhood associations get organized to engaging with residents to address very specific issues that are important to them. It's also where uh, equity and inclusion work rests. Our department's also responsible for implementing the city's response to homelessness. So everything from street-based outreach and shelters to uh, recuperative care centers for medically fragile homeless adults to permanent supportive housing and everything in between. And I think uh, the thing that might be of most interest is the work we're doing with neighborhood revitalization and the city's 100 plan in action. And I always remind people that 100 is an acronym. It's not gonna take us 100 years to get this work done, but 100 is an acronym that stands for Historic Urban Neighborhood Development and Redesign. And the stakeholders on the historic West Side uh, picked that name and that acronym to encompass uh, everything we're doing and everything they wanted to see 
which really respects the history of the community, but moves it forward in a new direction, brings redevelopment without displacement to a community that many people have felt was neglected. And so we are uh, investing significant resources in that work. And um, I'm blessed that my department gets to support this effort in a significant way. Outstanding, that sounds really good. I wanna come back to the equity and inclusion piece, but uh, Councilman Creer is now on. Hey, how's it going? What's going on, Brother Beasley? How are you, my friend? I'm all right, you keep it busy? Yeah, I am keeping busy. <laughs> yeah, I uh, had a already a busy morning, man, at Big Breakfast, the Urban uh, Chamber of Commerce, and now I'm here and I got other things going on. So yeah, typical day. Typical oh yeah. Day. Uh, a lot of things going on. How are you, man? Doing all right. Hey, I, I wanted to uh, at least talk about two particular programs. Uh, Kathy touched on one of them, the, the 100 plan and yep. development of the historic West Side. But I also wanted you to elaborate a little bit more on what's going on with Legacy Park. Just yeah. give people an overview of what's going on with that and who's been honored and all the good stuff that's going on over there. You know, I got to tell you, from being a Las Vegas native, uh, born and raised in the historic West Side and living in the historic West Side now, and uh, a, a, a thought came about amongst myself and former Commissioner Lawrence Weekly, um, who had been at Grambling State University. You know, he, you know, he graduated from there. And there was a little park that they had that honored those individuals in their community that had done great things. And we talked about it and collaborated and said, we need something that would recognize trailblazers in our community um, who have done so much to help build up our community. And so we formulated a uh, cohesive plan and uh, got our team, respective teams together and came up with the historic West Side Legacy Park, which was, I have to say, turned out just you know, much be more beautiful than I even thought um, uh, it was gonna turn out. It's a great, great, great memorial um, for those trailblazers, like I said, who have come before us as also are still here. And so the first class that we inaugurated last year was 36 individuals, and it ranged from just a wide variety of people to Charles West, who was the first Black doctor in the state of Nevada, to uh, Brenda Williams, former councilwoman and uh, commissioner, and her husband, Monroe, who was the first Black firefighter, um, to uh, just so many, uh, James Gay, uh, Reverend Marion Bennett, who baptized me, Charles Keller, who uh, taught me how to swim, who headed up the charge, James McMillan headed up the charge of the NCAA and was there when they signed the Moulin Rouge Agreement. And so uh, it really is a, a, a focal point of the communities turned out. This year, we have 22 individuals that are coming in. So every year we plan to you know, bring in more people uh, and there's no set amount of how we're going to do this year we have 22 and there's some great individuals uh, that are in there I had against Chief Dave Washington and his wife Senator um, Washington who just you know done so much for our community and if you haven't visited I urge you to go see Lake Mead and Martin Luther King right on the inside of Enterprise Park there right behind Starbucks it really is a beautiful park and it's a great learning park as well which is really important outstanding yeah Never. I've seen a lot of good print about it. It got good, great press uh, and news coverage. And of course, you know, uh, Chief Washington is uh, one of the members of our board and you mentioned- Ah, that. yeah. 
Hey, he, yeah. you know what else is just great? Like the other day, uh, we had Charles West Middle uh, Elementary School, the third and fourth grade classes came out on a Saturday. They had a field trip on a Saturday. They came out, we bought them lunch, and it was a full afternoon of learning. Um, the namesake of their school was there. They did research and all of the inductees out of there. Uh, Pastor Kelsey West of Nehemiah Ministries and I hosted a little roundtable discussion about the community. Um, it was really great. And I tell you, it was really, really, really um, a good indication of what that park is all about that day. It really summed it up by having those kids there. All right. I'm sure they enjoyed it and had a great time. Now, there's also within the park, there's also some um, activities and a playground and different yeah. things for kids. Okay. There is, a there's a, about yeah, that. there's a, like, like I said, it, it's great the way that our architects designed it. There is a little playground for kids. Um, there's also a, um, a, a, a beautiful bronze statue of the first black president in the history of our country, um, President Barack Obama, which is there. And I tell people, um, this is a park that memorializes those trailblazers. And, you know, it's hard to talk about trailblazers in our community if you don't talk about the impact that uh, President Obama made. And so Hamlin Sculptures, which is a premier sculpting uh, company in the country, created this bronze sculpture of the president. And it really is beautiful. I mean, the, the level of detail that they put into this. You can go up to it, sit down next to it, take a picture is, is beyond reproach. It's really, really good. Yeah, if you haven't had a chance to get out there and see it, I would definitely urge you to do so. Uh, grab a coffee, have yeah. a seat, walk around, read the murals, see the history, just you know, enjoy the park for what it is, right? I agree. You know, Lawrence, it's, it's, it's interesting you said to grab a coffee because one of the, um, uh, decisions to do it there was that in the enterprise park which was created to to build and to bring businesses in to generate a tax base which could be reinvested back in our community which is great but there was no green space right so if you worked at the fbi building and you wanted to go get a cup of coffee at starbucks you had no place to go sort of sit down and congregate um and now you do and and the former president of university of Alarino used to tell me he should have a statement on creating a sticky campus he wanted kids to be on campus and good things happen and talk to each other. Well, this is going to happen too. So if you work at the FBI building or if you work at Bowling Area Command or if you work in Presidio's Healthcare, you know, maybe you're going to meet your neighbors right at this park and have a cup of coffee. And then who knows what's going to come out of that? Combustion will happen and uh, community conversations will happen. And that's always good. That's right. That's right. Yeah, there's a lot going on over there. And if you're not used to it, you know, now you got a place to congregate and come and talk and meet and greet and do all those normal things that, you know, we're accustomed to doing. So mm -hmm. you got a space to do it in. And that, that, that kind of translates into the, the second piece is you're making plans and progress and moving forward on the development of the historic West Side, which is where we reside, right? We're right, right there in the historic West Side School. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, what's happening with that project? Well, uh, a lot is going on, um, as you can see, uh, right? The historic West Side School uh, started before I came in office with uh, the improvements of that facility, which is great, you know, helped with new market tax credits and uh, the team. Uh, we're, we have a partnership with the College of Southern Nevada uh, that we are going to build out a workforce development center, which will start construction uh, this year. 
it'll get our community trained in construction, manufacturing, uh, information technology, healthcare. It'll also be a gateway for you to go in and either start your education in higher education or continue your education in higher education. Uh, CSN is already there. We got a grant from Bank of America to start a program in, already in one of the classrooms that is going to help those people who are one or two credits shy of getting their associate's degree. Uh, that's taking place with a big grant from B of A. We have uh, already started our Strong Future Technology Center, which is training uh, kids in the STEM fields. Uh, and we're hosting esports tournaments there. Uh, and also training our seniors in basic computer skills that are, that, that are taking place. Um, that is inside of the Cox Innovation Center. Thanks to our partners at Cox for, for helping us with that. Uh, we have opening up our design center in one of the classrooms, which has been converted to a design center. If you haven't been by there, I urge you to go take a look at it. It's great. It really is a walking history of where we were, where we are, and where we're going, which is really, really cool. And it's, you know, imagine if you went to a new housing development and uh, they had sort of the, the stage homes. Well, this is our sort of centralized area, uh, you know, and, and we really made it beautiful with the stained glass. Uh, with the pews from the old New Jerusalem church. Um, and uh, so we, we're, we're making forward, you know, we, we hosted, which is pretty cool. Um, we hosted Senator Catherine Cortez Masto recently and the Assistant Secretary for the uh, Economic Development Association, Department of Commerce, uh, Secretary Castillo there to talk about the EDA and the grants. Uh, we received a $1.7 million grant for connectivity. Uh, so a $6.9 million EDA grant, which is the largest EDA grant in the history of our state to build at our workforce development center. Um, you know, To have those two high powered individuals in the historical side to actually see the work that they're doing, to see those dollars going to work was pretty outstanding. And there's more coming down the pipe. Um, working with our, you know, John Edmonds, um, who, who's, you know, longtime resident here in Historic West Side, built up Edmond Town Center, is our liaison for the EDA. And he has been absolutely amazing in terms of working with us and others in the community to bring needed resources into our uh, Southern Nevada, especially in Historic West Side. So we had a lot going on. Sorry to sorry to talk so long, <laughs> our Brother Beasley. But, you know, you got me started, man. You know, you asked me a question. I, I know, can only I answer know. the best of my ability. <laughs> there you have it. That's all right. We, we, we want the information. And don't forget now, if, for those of you who aren't used to uh, being here on the west side or don't, aren't familiar with the area, keep an eye out for that brand new historic west side billboard that's up looking good and it's yeah. got all the information on it. That's right, see? Yeah. Now, Councilman didn't tell you he was here and they did the flip the switch with the mayor. Yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, that 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 also turned out pretty good. We, with that's called a parkey sign. It's a partnership with the city and Lamar outdoor advertising. And we have a number of them around the city. And so we were talking about doing another one at that site. And I was like, you know, instead of us just putting up another, you know, Las Vegas on, on the top, on the header, let's do something cool that's indicative of our community. And so we designed that historic West Side uh, header that's on top. It's really cool. And it ties into all the other brandy campaign with our, with our gateway signs throughout the community and our, our gateway signs where you get off at 95 and MLK with the welcome to the historic West Side. Uh, those have also been a big hit. Oh yeah. Yeah. Those look great. And they're everywhere yeah. too. 
Washington, yeah. MLK. Yeah, I yeah. see them everywhere. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, Lawrence, I tell people, man, hey, look, you, you, you are originally from Detroit and have a strong sense of community from your community and being here and understanding sense of community for the historic West Side. And uh, many people had heard of the historic West Side, but they didn't really know where it was. They didn't really know what it was all about. Now, when you hit MLK 95, you're like, oh, okay, this is the historic West Side. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Our I-15 in Washington. Oh, okay, this is the historic West Side. I see it now. And it's really created reinvigorated sense of community, I think, with those signs and that that whole branding campaign. Yeah, it gives you some identity. And, you know, folks are they're proud to be able to say, hey, you know, that represents me. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, And and, and it's, you know, once again, I didn't know we didn't know how we were going to get out. And then RTC were great when doing Project Neon because, you know, they were just going to put some, um, you know, which which is fine. You know, we had the metal coyotes and the metal, you know, uh, jackrabbits, whatever's around town. And, you know, they look cool. But, you know, look, man, we need something a little special coming over the west side. You know what I mean? We just can't have the same old... Got to put your name on on it. You know what I mean? That's right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. They were were great, too. RTC was great. And our public works team, Mike Jensen and team were great. And that whole thing came together. All right. Well, once again, for those of you who are just tuning in, my name is Lawrence Beasley. I'm your host today for EOB Spotlight. Uh, we have with us uh, Ms. Kathy Thomas and Councilman Cedric Creer, uh, just talking about uh, what's happening with the West Side, what's going on in and around the city, and just getting an overview of what kinds of services are available, what's happening, what's new in and around town, and talking a little bit about uh, upcoming and recent projects. So Kathy, I wanna come back to you. I, I promised to come back and talk a little bit about, or maybe get some more information on the equity and inclusion piece from your office. Absolutely, thank you. So the city of Las Vegas um, actually has a resolution approved by Councilman Creer and his colleagues on the city council about three years ago that specifically charges my department to look at equity citywide and to think through ways to ensure that every constituent has access to all of the resources that the city has to offer. And not just city government, but the physical jurisdiction of the city. What we do know is that everyone doesn't bounce back from recessions the same way. That that some folks um, are made of glass, not rubber. And so when a a crash happens, it fractures, maybe even shatters them. Uh, Other folks can bounce back relatively quickly. Well, some of the reasons that happens has nothing to do with the individual's uh, skills or ingenuity or desires, but more about systems and processes that everybody doesn't know everything that's going on. So one of the things that the Office of Community Services is charged with is looking at different ways that the work we do can impact how well folks have access or if they even have access. So um, Councilman Creer and Mayor Goodman launched the uh, Black Home Ownership Campaign two years ago. 
on the steps of City Hall. It's one of the ways to build wealth, generational wealth that you can pass on has traditionally been through home ownership. Well, the home ownership rate for certain parts of our community are significantly lower, like 40% lower than other parts of the community. Well, there are existing tools and resources. And so what we did was we uh, partnered with the state of Nevada. We partnered with our uh, nonprofit uh, home counseling agencies and a for-profit partner that actually does the closed captioning for hearing impaired, it's Homey, and they do those closed captionings for our, our city council meetings. It's our private partner. So that you've got the for-profit sector, the nonprofit and the government sector coming together uh, to talk about creating 20,000 new homeowners wow. and using existing resources to do that. So uh, credit repair and home counseling down payment assistance, resources that are available to, from the state. A lot of folks don't even know, know about the Home is Possible program. And so to get that information out in ways that is easily accessible and that folks actually have support and coaching. So that's one example of one of the very first things we did after uh, we launched the, the diversity and, and equity efforts um, to include more people in home ownership. And of course that aligns quite well with what Councilman Career has been doing for the 100 plan um, as we seek to increase home ownership on the West side uh, by building new product uh, for uh, folks to purchase or rent and to preserve the existing housing. And so that aligned quite nicely with what we were doing on the 100 plan, but we're also focused inwardly. The city, every department within the city is crafting an action plan around equity and inclusion. Well, what does that look like? It'll depend on the department, right? So one department might be looking at how to support um, BIPOC and women-owned uh, small businesses more effectively. Another department might be looking at recruitment, hiring, and retention um, of the diverse population so that our city staff continues to reflect the community at large. My department is specifically looking at how we do uh, community engagement to ensure that every voice is heard. And so we look at how um, we hire and retain staff as well. Does our staff reflect the larger community, because we're gonna be more effective in community engagement if folks can see themselves reflected in this work. You can see um, our uh, equity efforts in our public art. You know, we have a contemporary public art program and just on the west side alone, you've seen um, the uh, Queen of the Arts um, bust go up mm -hmm. <clears throat> near the West Las Vegas Art Center. Uh, you've seen the community mural take flight um, right on Jackson Street with the big butterfly wings. And right. one of our local artists painted that. And then the community, the neighborhood kids came out and helped to finish that mural. We've got two new sculptures uh, going up at 1100 and 1200 uh, D Street. And we've got uh, 
some more murals going at Jackson Avenue and D, right? So this contemporary public art program, um, folks in the community on the West Side in particular will be able to see themselves and local artists are participating to help create this art. And so it's about having voice, it's about having representation, it's about having access to the resources that make a community vibrant. All right. So, so how do individuals or businesses or community organizations get in touch with your office to, one, get more information, and two, become a part of this process as you move forward? Oh, fantastic. Love it. So um, 702-229-2330. That's the phone number that rings directly into my office. And my email is kgibson at lasvegasnevada.gov. The letter K, G-I-B as in boy, S-O-N at lasvegasnevada, all one word spelled out dot gov all right we love to hear from the community um again we're community services so everything we do is focused on making the community stronger right great excellent uh and again that number is 702-229-2330 and they can just call and get any information that they need about what community services are going on uh what kinds of programming you're involved in and then uh, are there any special meetings that are coming up in the near future to talk about some of this? Wow, they have a meeting, a couple of meetings going on this weekend. I'm gonna pull up my calendar really fast. We do a number of what we call pop-up events mm -hmm. across the city where our um, outreach team is out in the streets and I actually call the number so I can get the accurate dates and locations to folks. But yes, we're out every single week doing something somewhere. Uh, we just wrapped up uh, neighborhood cleanup events. Uh, we definitely have mural uh, volunteer opportunities coming up for folks who want to help with murals. So uh, give us a call and I'll be sure to get those dates. And you can also go to the city's uh, website at www.lasvegasnevada.gov to get the uh, community events. All right, excellent. Well, we only got a few minutes left. Uh, I wanna uh, thank everybody for being here and then ask if there's anything additional that you wanna add maybe that uh, we haven't covered. Uh, Councilman, you have anything for us? You know, Lawrence, I gotta just tell you this real quick. Uh, Kathy and her team and Dr. Lisa Morris Hibbler, our Chief of Community Service, do amazing, amazing work. They are super, super wicked smart. Uh, and they just they just put their heads down and go to work on behalf of the citizens of Las Vegas, and I have to just commend them. Um, you know, look, there are so many things going on. Uh, I, I joke that we, we're moving at government lightning speed. We have multiple <laughs> paths of many multiple projects taking place within our community, um, which transfers into the historic West Side. You know, one of the things that we're going to start looking at is connectivity in terms of transportation. Uh, you know, we have, if we have the community, the CSN Workforce Development Center and, and where we are, how do you get up to Legacy Park? How do you get over to the community farming facility we're doing? How do you get to the healthcare facility we're doing? And then how does that all tie into downtown? And so we're going to start having conversations with the R with the RTC and uh, their partner Keolis 
about creating uh, ways to get around better within our community. Like we have to tie that all in and uh, we're just starting those conversations and look for some good things to come out of that as well. All right, uh, Kathy, you have anything you wanna add for us? Well, first to, to thank the councilman, uh, the, the reason we get to look wicked smart is because he has put out a vision that is clear and actionable and we get to get to, we don't have to, we get to go to work every day on things that are meaningful and transformative. Um, my last word is, you know, this is our city, but we are everybody's, you know, we, we build it together, we maintain it together, we celebrate it together, we uplift it together, get involved. Your voice matters, we care, your opinion counts. And take an opportunity to let us know what's good, what could be improved, what we haven't tried yet, like get involved. Cause we actually do welcome that input from the community. And that's my last word. It's like, come on in. It's plenty of work to do and uh, all hands on deck. Like we're really gonna make these changes. Uh, everybody needs to get involved. 25 seconds y'all. All right, well, I definitely wanna second that emotion. Uh, the, the city and particularly uh, Councilman and Kathy, your office have always uh, been in the forefront of the engagement activities to at least let the community know what's happening, where it's happening and what the content of those discussions are gonna be. So everyone's well-informed, um, just come out and be a part of it. Um, I want to thank both of you very much uh, for being on the show today. I uh, really appreciated the info that you had. And let's uh, do this again sometime real soon. Sounds like a plan, thank brother. You. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening today. Uh, have a safe and happy Tuesday. Uh, put on a coat because it's a little cool out there. All right. Thanks. Thank you all. talking with us today, Councilman, and we're excited to see the impact you have on our community. If you're in need of assistance, please reach out to EOB on our website at eobcapsnv.org or call 702-445-7105. See you soon.